Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What happened to you the other day, by the way? Oh, oh no. Murderer. I'm a murderer. Yeah, this, he's been a, Fab has done a naughty again. Welcome back to the Pit Stop Podcast. We are here with episode 15. It was the Australian Grand Prix today. I don't have the energy that I'm pretending to have. I'm, I'm absolutely knackered. Yeah, I know. I'm really going to have to try and pull it out of the bag today <laughs> to shattered. give it some energy, mate, because I'm fucked. We didn't even get a clip at the beginning that we usually get before before the race where we give our overview from qualifying. You know, we've done it in the last two races. Oh, really? Yeah, we've uh, done that bit race? before the race. We were up at half five this morning. We got home from Goodwood yesterday. We'll talk about a little bit about that in this episode. And we didn't set up last night. So we were setting up at like 5am this morning. Got a McDonald's breakfast. Brutal. But we have a winner. And it's Charles Leclerc. Again. I bet you're happy about that. Joe, I'm happy, but just expected it. Not, Did you? Yeah, it's not a surprise. They're just, the car's so good, mate. Interesting you say that, because what about the other Ferrari driver then? Yeah, fucked it. <laughs> Maybe we should get straight into that. I mean, if we're talking Ferrari, we're saying their car's so good. He didn't have a great day in qualifying. Qualified P9. Mm. And then... What actually happened today? Uh, I think he did. It was his fault. He pushed it, right? There wasn't a problem with the car, I don't think. Let me check my notes here. Uh, yeah. Oh, no. The car did fuck up. When he was um, on the grid starting, the car went into anti-stall. Ah, uh, because after the uh, race, he did an interview with Sky Sports and he, shared, he said, I shouldn't have done the mistake I did and we shouldn't have the problems with the steering that we have steering too so it seems like there could be a few issues maybe it's just fishing i don't know i've heard a lot of people talking about the cars being balanced right and i guess that means like balanced in all areas and and signs are saying that that his ferrari is not balanced at the minute it made it interesting him not getting the points because ferrari is still top of the driver's standings but mercedes a second red bull a third mclaren a fourth but red bull have had you know max dnf in Twice in a row. The fact you called that, by the way. I know. We just put a TikTok up from race reactions of yesterday at pit stop. Fab literally halfway through was like, Verstappen's just not going to finish this race. And I'm like, no way. And out of nowhere, he just DNFs. Starting to get a bit weird, isn't it? Some of our predictions are Some of them are getting very, very strange. Yeah. It is a shame, though, for Max. Two DNFs in three races is not what the world champion wants. It's a shame for Red Bull, but it's kind of what Mercedes needed Mm. to now kind of be back in the game, even though their drivers aren't competing for first place yet. If they're second in the constructors, that's banging. Unbelievable. George Russell, 
second in the driver's standings. Oh, that is crazy, that's isn't it? Fucking. You write out the Mercedes. You say it's not quite there yet, but with luck of the draw and DNFs everywhere, George Russell is currently second in the driver's standings with 37 points. Carlos Sainz third with 33 points. What a day for Leclerc, though. A historic day. Historic he is the day. first Ferrari driver since 2010 to get a Grand Slam. Do you know what a Grand Slam is? Can you tell yeah. me all the things in a Grand Fuck, Slam? I, know I made a graphic about it. Go on. Tell me all the bad boys in a Grand Slam. A Grand Slam is a win, a, a, a pole in quali, a win in the race, and the fastest lap, right? And? Is there a fourth one? Yeah. Um, You know it. You know it. Come on. Dig deep. Fastest pit? Nah. <laughs> leading the race for the whole time. Oh, fuck. Which he did. Yeah. First since 2010. Well, you, we saw him, mate. He was like eight seconds ahead of... Uh, Hamilton. If it was their first since 2010, any idea who that driver in 2010 would have been for Ferrari who got the last one? In Singapore? Uh, Fernando Alonso! Alonso? What happened to Alonso today? Um... It was not good for Alonso. It was a shame for Alonso. He, ha- he at one point he was like right up there. He was doing great, wasn't he? And he in an interview after the race, he said they had Mercedes pace. He said they were faster than Mercedes. They had a weird tactic today, weird strategy. They had him on hards, and then they switched him to mediums, which you would have thought mediums fresher tires, more grip. But he just couldn't overtake. Mm. At one point he, he was like places. sixth, and he finished last. Alonso finished last. Ocon finished today. Se- yeah, fuck. Alonso off. came last. He dropped all the way back. Alonso couldn't have been last. He did. Mate. And Ocon finished seventh. So Alpine did get points. But That's good. honestly, good Alonso Ocon. came last. I don't know how he managed that. But yeah, he did come last. I wrote also, I wrote a load of notes down at like seven o'clock this morning after the race, whenever it was. Mm. I went um, back to sleep and Fab edited the video. I absolutely crashed and was asleep for about five hours. Oh yeah, I haven't slept. Yeah, Fab hasn't had any sleep. So I'm really, <laughs> really trying my hardest to sound enthusiastic today. I was so excited to film that clip before the race because I had a great stat. It was um, only one out of the last eight races in the Australian Grand Prix have been won by the pole sitter. So I was going to bring that oh, to wow. the table and be like, oh, well, look, the pole doesn't usually win in Australia. But then Leclerc goes and absolutely smashes it from the start. One by 20 seconds to Perez. 20 seconds. That is a long way, mate. That's fucking madness. That is I love really the way crazy. he had fastest lap like the whole race and then he radioed in and was like, I'm going to try for the fastest lap on the final lap. It was like, like, you huh? already have it. <laughs> you already have the fastest lap. Don't you're, go for it. You're already good. <laughs> Imagine that though. You do go do that and then you crash out at the end. Oh my yeah. God. It's a shame Verstappen went out to be fair. Mm, it's big a shame. shame. As signs DNF, it would have helped Red Bull close the gap on Ferrari if, if Verstappen had stayed in. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, but hey ho, that's, that's the way it goes with motorsports. <laughs> Well, we did find out yesterday at Goodwood that we're not necessarily into old cars, historic cars. Goodwood was amazing because we saw some Ferrari. No, saw a Ferrari. We saw Schumacher's car. Senna's car. Senna's car. We saw some Formula One cars going around the track. We saw an old McLaren as well. No, it was sick seeing all the F1 stuff, but I don't know about you guys, but we're not necessarily into like old school style cars, watching them race around a track. Um, but we had a few beers, so... Very loud. Yeah, very... Blimey, how loud were them F1 cars? Super loud. Is that how loud they used to be then? Are they quieter now? They're quieter now, yeah. I think they were... Because they were really old, those ones. They were mm. like they looked like go-karts, didn't they? They're the ones that I've got in Mini Champs. <laughs> we're going to have to show them the Mini Champs. <laughs> yeah, one day you'll get a reveal of the Mini Champs. We'll do a TikTok reveal. Imagine that. I'd love to do that one, but I'd look so sad if I sat there and got all about the wardrobe <laughs> box by box. But I think they're sick. That, that would be sick. Do you know what else is sick? Alex Album's first points with Williams today. I know. Amazing. I wasn't expecting him to do that. 57 laps 
on one pair of hearts and pitting right oh, at the end. Mate, today it has just been, or yesterday, should I say, has been a day just full of weird strategies. I can't get my head around it, what it was, some of these teams were thinking. It but, was today, though. I know, but this goes out. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, 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 you're right, you're today's, right, yeah. Today's Monday. No, it was a race full of weird strategies, but how on earth do you do 57 laps on one pair of hearts? Pirelli would say that their their tyres don't do that. So how, how did he do it? I, I, at one point, I said to Fab, I was like, is he going to try and just do... Because you have to pit, right? Otherwise, you get a penalty. What is the penalty? Didn't you say it's disqualification? Yeah, if you do it in the rain, then you just get like a time penalty, I think. Got you. But in the dry, yeah, you get disqualified. Wow. Brutal. Yeah, because I was thinking he was just going to do that, take the penalty and hope to stay 10th. But then he did pit right at the end and yeah, managed and you know to what? stay 10th. He said something funny about the pit. Um, he said the pit was slow. But it actually worked in their favour because he came out just behind Joe, which meant that Joe couldn't get a good run to like overtake mm, him. Yeah, I like that. Because he could have got the DRS thing, yeah. and then he just took Joe back over, I think. Yeah. It's amazing, though. 57 laps on one set of hearts was, was crazy. I wasn't expecting that. Halfway through the video we filmed for YouTube when we filmed the race reaction, I said to Fab, I'm going to ask you again on the podcast. I want your, your true answer. But if you did put... We don't know much about Alex Albon. But if you put Alex Albon... In the Ferrari this season, mm. and he was Leclerc's teammate. Take a guess on where do you think Alex Albon would finish in the driver's standings? Midfield. Really? Yeah. See, this brings us back to the conversation we had in the first ever I'm podcast. Talking, there. I'm talking like in the points, but not very high up. Really? But in a Ferrari, yeah, would he man. win a race? Yeah, why not? The car. The mm. car. I always think like I think all the I think they're like football players. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. if you sent a. Actually, no, maybe it's not the same. <laughs> yeah, because a football player joins a team full of other good players and, and they help him be good. Yeah. Pass the ball to him. No one's maybe passing that, the car to them. Maybe that wouldn't work then. But <laughs> basically what I'm trying to say is all these drivers are fucking unbelievable. Yeah. So like it, it, a lot of it is down to the car. It brings me back to the conversation we had there in our first episode when I was like, what percentage is it? And I remember saying at, very, at the very beginning when I didn't know anything about F1, I said it was 90% driver, didn't mm, I? 10% yeah. car. And obviously now I know that was wrong. Like I, I do think that's wrong. But I still do think it's but this like is amazing. Least... This is amazing because this is like, this is like, we've turned a page now. We've turned a leaf. Do you know what I mean? We definitely know more. And this is what people I think want to hear because we're, we're learning now. We've taken a step. Yeah, we have. We've <laughs> taken that step to the it's great cool. land. It's cool. Everyone's going to fucking respect us so much now. I still do think nah. it's 70% car. 70% driver, 30% car. Interesting. 100%. And I, I think that's proven by... Um, by certain cars on the grid. I'd say 60-40. So, okay, so 70-30 can work as well. I would then. say 65-35. I would say 50-50 is the low end. 60-40 is about right. I would say 62.5 and 37.5. I like it. 0. 0.333 <laughs> recurring both ends. Well, maybe we'll see Albin in a Ferrari one day then. Or oh, what did we say? We were talking about I Latifi he'd be back in a Red Bull. I reckon he'd go Red Bull again. Do you reckon? If he got the chance. What about Gasly? Gasly's got more of a chance, I'd say. But I think if you would have put, put it to Albon, where would you want to go? He'd say mm. Red Bull every time. Almost, yeah, but he's almost still got the Red Bull on his helmet, hasn't he? So he clearly loves Red Bull. Bit weird. That's like when you get a tattoo of your girlfriend and then you split up with her and you get Just a new keep girl. It. And you still <laughs> got hey, yeah, look at my new tattoo. Not that either of us have ever done that. but <laughs> No. I don't know why he's got that Red Bull thing on the helmet. Someone enlighten us. There must be, maybe he's still, well, he was in the Junior Driving Academy. So maybe it's like out of respect. So this is where I started, which is quite cool if that's the case. Yeah, why not? I don't know. Or maybe like you said, he's just completely hoping that he goes back. Yeah, he's just butthurt about the whole situation. <laughs> <laughs> Great result for Mercedes today. Three and four. Mm -hmm. Amazing. I found it interesting. That one moment when Hamilton was on the radio and he said, you're making things really difficult to me. 
because Hamilton had closed up into under a second of Russell. And at that point, I thought he could easily get the overtake on Russell. Well, that's interesting because apparently from Lewis, he said he was his engine was overheating and that's why he couldn't. Well, and that's why he said you're making things really difficult for me. I don't believe that. A bit, bit fishy, isn't it? I don't believe fishy. that. I think in the race, because Hamil Hamilton was closing up, Ham there was a gap between Hamilton and uh, who was behind him. Uh, probably Norris. I can't remember the exact order at the time. But yeah, there was a gap between Hamilton and the car behind and Hamilton had closed up on Russell and was in DRS. And then their radio message comes through with him saying, you're making things really hard for me. That isn't about the engine. This is Hamilton saying... I can you. I need to overtake George. I could chase down Checo, uh. and that's Mercedes going. No, this is George's first podium for Mercedes. I think, which is fair enough. Well, Hamilton's thing. got more than enough third places. He, you know, it's not. It's nothing. Same thing happened uh, with Ricardo and Lando. Well, we saw that today, didn't we? They yeah. literally for about forty laps were just sat in each other's DRS. This race seemed to be a lot more orchestrated than usual. Yeah. I feel like there was a lot more like going on. I don't know why. I just felt like I was picking up on it, and I, maybe you, and because we were well. tired that like we weren't so energetic. Usually, we have all day being pumped, watching everything, seeing all the like things happen in F two. We see mm. everything happen, but today we've just woken up and watched a race, and kind of today for me, I've seen a lot more of the strategies and the way people have done things, and and the way that they've raced to get it because it was clear that Mercedes did the same as McLaren today. It was hold track position, just get the points. <clears throat> Everyone just needs points. At I think our mindset because we started watching in a championship battle has always been that it's a battle to win. It's a battle to win. You know, mm. so you need to win now. But what I need to remember is it's, it's 22 races. It's a marathon. Would have been 23 it's races. A, it's like a, a league, right? Yeah. It's the same as like in football. If you play for a draw, it's almost like playing for position points. Yeah. And I, I didn't really expect that. Strategicness. But I like it. I like it. It's just, it's mad that uh, Russell's second in the driver's standings. Love to see it. Mm. It was for me. It was just nice to see McLaren up there again, considering they finished so bad. So glad they're in back. The last two races, but it's funny because a, a lot of people actually think that maybe the car took a step forward this weekend. It would seem like that it had, right? Considering both drivers, fifth. It and did sixth. take a step forward, didn't it? Well, I mean, yeah, you would. So Lando seems to think that the car is exactly the same as it was. Well, yeah, because in he, Bahrain, didn't he say that the car is the same? Which it's just better for this circuit. Or yeah, something the car like works better on Australia. This track. That's interesting. That's, so I wonder funny. when they're going to make some major changes then. Because if Red Bull have taken off the 8kg by Imola, well, to be fair, Red Bull don't need to get faster. Red Bull just need to get a car that can finish a bloody race. That's the th it's an interesting thing, though. Like, yeah, like you say, how will the cars perform in the next race? Is Imola anything like Australia? Hmm. I, mean, I, get, I would say it's quite tight. Like, both tracks are quite tight, but... Australia's a street track and Imola's got hills and shit so I don't know we definitely have people listening to the podcast that have like watched races for years and they know all the tracks and they're able ahead of time to be like Red Bull will be better at that track or Mercedes will be better at that track mm. but we don't know like obviously we can watch highlights of Australia but I haven't seen it year in year out so I don't know anything about the track did you know the Austrian track is called the Red Bull Ring no do I they race there I didn't know I don't know anything about it do they race there? I was told. That's where they were doing that um, giveaway. No, not giveaway. When, you know, we were at that charity auction and they were selling the David Coulthard oh, race or whatever it was. Yeah, round. Yeah, that was yeah. around Red Bull Ring. Wow. Shame I didn't have 25 grand or I might have got it. I oh, know everything on that fucking <laughs> Next year we're going so back. Expensive. Next year we're going back. The reason there's ads in the podcast is because we're saving up to go back and win one of these charity auctions so we can go round in an F1 car. Everyone put their fibers in. <laughs> Vettel, 
crashed again Ooh. shame first race back he didn't have a great weekend you kind of hoped he would um have a good one but no it wasn't qualifying shit for him too he crashed in qualifying fuck or it might have been in practice no yeah no he crashed in practice and then didn't get out in qualifying but his team did amazing to get him out right at the end and mm. he had like two minutes and he just didn't get a fast enough lap came in like 17 straight out in q1 but shame. he got a chance at a lap but yeah for vettel this weekend definitely didn't go to plan. He reckons the car's like undrivable, mm. completely undrivable. But it's, it's weird because, I don't know, Aston Martin haven't been doing too well, but Stroll actually was doing all right today. He was Stroll, in some battles, wasn't he? He was like looking like he was going to finish 10th and then he just dropped two places right at the very end. Did he? Where did he finish then? I think 12th. But I've got it here. He actually um, he put up a good fight. I don't really watch Stroll that much, but no, he done okay. Uh, yeah, Stroll finished 12th. That's not bad. In the points today, we had Albon 10th, Gasly 9th, Bottas 8th. Bottas had a had a difficult race because he kept dropping back to like 13th. And then he had a pit that took him back to like 12th. And then he got down and then went back again. He was like 9th and then he was back to like 12th. Mm. He, he was battling for them, them points, but he did finish 8th. There's Ocon. a lot more movement up the grid this season, isn't there? Yeah. Like you say, like normally, I don't know, I don't feel like there's as much going on like in the midfield of the race. It's always, you're always watching the front of it. Yeah, but there's more movement. But it's funny because I heard um, a comment from someone. I don't know who it was because I was delirious out of my mind this morning. But someone said, um, yeah, "I mean, the new rules are amazing, but you kind of we might end up seeing people like falling into the trap of just lining up for a DRS overtake. Mm. And you're not gonna maybe people like they're not gonna overtake and be as ruthless on corners anymore." Because they're just going to wait for the DRS Well, straight. I saw that a little bit today. Because you know when the camera panned down... Exactly like you say. I remember the, the camera panned down today from the uh, straight where the grid is. And when it comes back, that midfield is so grouped that there's like six of them. And everyone's all six in, of them everyone's, are in everyone's yeah, DRS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one that could be quite dangerous if everyone learns how to perfectly use these cars, these new regulations, I don't know, and perfectly uses DRS. Because we saw it earlier. There was an overtake, and then uh, I can't remember who it was. I think it was Magnussen, and there was so many cars. There was three cars going for one DRS, there was three and then they side went out by like side. that, three yeah, side by side. Sick. And you can, I love that. This is exactly what they wanted. This <coughs> yeah. is exactly you know what what they wanted. But I always thought there was like more lapping and stuff. And the fact we're not seeing that for me does show that the whole grid is is more bunched, which ideally is the reason they've done everything they've done. Yeah. No, it's, it's it's great. And um Yeah, fucking hell. Did you see how many people turned up today? No. Do you not know how many people how, take a wild guess how many people you think were there today watching? Well Silverstone's got the record for the most ever attended Grand Oh, I forget Prix. about Silverstone. And that's two hundred and fifty thousand. Mate, there was over four hundred thousand people there today. Just today? That would mean it broke the record. Yeah. Nah, it can't be right. That must be over the weekend. Mate, it broke the record for the most viewed sports thing in Australia. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and the most view and the most attended like F1 race in Australia. And shit. It did look amazing. It did everything there. I want to go to one just so we can go to like the festival after and do all the cool stuff. <laughs> So not only am I really, really tired, but it's also a bad day for me today. Not only did my predictions do... Oh, that reminds me. I've Can you see this? I've got a grey bloody hair. I looked in the mirror earlier and I've got a really obvious grey hair. Can you see it? You've got a couple. You've got one. I've literally got grey hairs there. coming in. Now. And on the other side. Yeah, but I've got one too. I feel... I don't know whether it's Max Verstappen giving me the grey hairs or Arsenal, but I'm going to be grey 
in a couple of, imagine like we do this podcast and in a couple of months i'm just completely gray yeah but it doesn't matter because being gray isn't a bad fucking thing like silver fox sexy as fuck uh, and i've seen photos of your granddad he is the most handsome how old is he like 70 odd yeah he's the most handsome old man i've seen in my life really he looks like he was james bond at some point <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy so Make if you look silver. anything like him well i come to the conclusion that you look like vitaly klitschko <laughs> <laughs> yeah papa's getting up pictures of klitschko earlier apparently i'm his spitting image not vladimir though the, the brother the older brother i fight oh i thought you actually meant the fighter not the no, fighter. They're, no they're both boxers i'm i'm more of a khabib i, I like to wrap my opponents up I don't do much fist-to-fist fighting. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm like a straddler. You like strad- an anaconda. You like straddling men on the floor. <laughs> Strangling them to death. <laughs> Let's look at our predictions then. So for this weekend, you predicted Leclerc first. You got points for that. Let's go. You predicted Verstappen second. You would have had points for that if his car didn't break. And Carlos Sainz third, which didn't happen. Well for him. I predicted <laughs> Verstappen to win, Leclerc second, Hamilton Died. third, which everyone laughed at me for putting Mercedes third. And I did have Mercedes third, but I said Hamilton. And I wish I'd put Russell. Lissy had Carlos Sainz to win. Didn't happen. Leclerc second, but Russell third. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold your horses. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah. What? And we give out more points for third. <laughs> wow. So actually, in our competition right now, Lissy's beating us Lissy's our own game. winning. <laughs> and Will Buxton didn't do very well this week but might do better next week it was cool that will wanted to do it by the way i thought that was really cool yeah well that's what happens when you have people making predictions you don't really know anything about sport you know <laughs> they, get, they get things wrong we're gonna try and get um will on another episode halfway through the season and then before we do we'll tell you so you can send in some questions for us to ask him i wanted to um go through something i found on twitter just now when i was getting all these notes before this episode I saw something from Signs about when Red when Verstappen joined Red Bull, and I thought it was really cool. When he joined Toro Rosso, like when he was young, because he was really young, right? It was it was he, yeah, he was like the youngest 15, driver to win a race, I think it was. Mm. Um, Signs said Red Bull saw something special in him. I've heard really good things about him, so it'll be nice to see how such a nice kid deals with the pressure. He is making history. This kid has to be very special because he's breaking the record big time. If you're good enough and Red will put the faith in you, go and race. Why not? It's good for the sport and good for the fans. And I loved that because I read it like that was when they weren't battling each other. <laughs> like that he said that before Verstappen had even stepped into the car. Signs. Yeah, Signs said that about Verstappen. I wonder how Signs feels about Verstappen now. Now they're like in a proper battle. Signs not you mean Leclerc? No, that's Signs who said really? that. Mm. Oh, Obviously shit. the the big the big battles Leclerc and Verstappen. But you got Ferrari Red Bull as well. I mean. When did he write that? That was when he started. So I'm guessing 2017. Wow. But it's really interesting because he's Verstappen's just turned into this figure, hasn't he? And he's 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 like this season's Hamilton. Unless Hamilton goes and wins everything, you've got the world champion who is holding it. Mm. And Leclerc's as we know though, at the same time, that can be very short lived. Like amazing that um, Verstappen won the world championship last year. But I mean, if he doesn't follow through this year with another win. And then following the year after, 
gone. Do you you know do I mean? see a few. You need to hold on to that to, mm. to keep your legacy. That's why Hamilton's such a big name because he did get seven or eight of them, whatever it is. You do see a few drivers, don't you? Get their one championship and they're like, never come back again. Yeah. And maybe that is just that year they had a perfect car. Mm. And that's where it brings us back to the percentage of the driver to the car. But yeah, do you think three races in that Leclerc is, is going to dominate this season? I mean, he looks unbelievable. Like I always said, it's too hard to say, but Leclerc needs to just hang on for as long as he can because undoubtedly Mercedes and Red Bull are going to get better. Mm, yeah. So and, and Ferrari need to check themselves and make sure that they're still progressing and, and making their car better. I don't get comfortable with basically what I'm saying. There's also a rumour going around that, well, not a rumour, but there's like a myth. Apparently, Mercedes Ferrari have started the seasons really well in 2017 and 2018, but done the same thing. Like, apparently, they right. started amazing and then just completely say dropped that. out. I'm so jumped up at the minute. <laughs> no, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I, want, I want Ferrari me. to do amazing. It's just the best thing that could have happened, isn't it? When you have the fact that Russell sat second in the driver's standings and the fact Verstappen is fifth in the driver's standings. It's crazy. Mm. It's what you want. You you want. We've said from the beginning we want different cars battling for every week. I want to see more from Alpine because according to the internet, Mercedes are the fifth fifth fastest team behind McLaren and Alpine. Mm. So Alpine are up there. Yeah, yeah. Alonso said in his interview, he said that we're faster than Mercedes. Yeah. So I want to fucking see a bit more from them. They just need that grip position. That that's it. I mean, they're starting so far back sometimes that that they've got to battle through. I think if they get their strategy right, they need a good qualifying. I well next week we got a sprint, and I like sprints. Mm. Sprints are the sprints are great. So that's you, on the Saturday. Yeah, I love it because you qualify for the sprint, and then wherever you finish after the sprint, that's where you start on the grid. And I like that because you get like twenty-two laps or whatever it is to battle for your own position. I think it's great. Some people don't like sprints. We've been for it, but I think it's great. Yeah, I'm just so gassed that it's Imola. Mm. I love that track and and also Ferrari, right? They're dominating at the minute and it's their fucking home track. So Leclerc needs to like make sure the pressure doesn't get to him because there's going to be every single Italian fan is going to be there rooting for him. If they're going to win any race, it has to be Imola, really. If mm. they don't win Imola, that'll be gutting for them. For Leclerc personally, he needs to win Monaco, right? Because that's where he's from. Oh, yeah, I suppose. If he won Monaco in a Ferrari. That was my prediction that he wins Monaco, so... Really? I need, I need, yeah, that was one of my predictions. Wow. I'm happy with that. I think you got a good chance of getting that. Hmm. Well, I need as much as I can after you got your Haas one, right? That you got, you needed points in the first few races. They got points in the first two. What else? No, I want to go back to my predictions because I don't remember them. My five predictions yeah, get, from the start of the year. Haas didn't get any points today for the first time in the in this season. They finished uh, 12th and 13th, I believe. Alonso's not made a podium yet, but he's come fucking close. Oh, that is a good he's prediction. Alonso close. to get a podium is an amazing... At least twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no it is a good prediction I feel like it could happen after you saying that Verstappen's going out I feel like he has a weird aura by the way Fab has this weird aura around him if you you're going to trust this. anyone's predictions or anything he says this is the guy okay everywhere we go out in public he bumps into someone he has he knows like it's ridiculous to the point of we got an Uber to the Emirates football stadium to go and watch Arsenal play we pull over on the side in a random place. We could have pulled over anywhere because there's traffic. We just got out there to walk to the stadium. As soon as we get out the car, he steps out, turns around, and he was standing there. So my second cousin, my dad's cousin, who I haven't seen since I was like a kid. That is ridiculous. I couldn't even really have told you what he looked like anymore. I just got out the car and I was like, 
boom it's him and then the other day we were out at shoreditch or a couple of months ago and we were walking around at like 2 a.m we were gonna go home and we found this random bar that looked pretty bad it was blacked out at the front and we walked straight <laughs> in it then we and we're just standing at the bar you're like i'm gonna go to a toilet fab's gone for 20 minutes who'd you meet uh rax my friend rax from spotify yeah fucking <laughs> absolute legend it happens everywhere we go and do you know what's really weird as well because we went, went out in brighton recently yeah who did you bump into there <laughs> I, I remember saying to you at the start of the night i was like i bet i bump into someone i know but in the back of my mind i was thinking nah this has happened too many times recently it probably won't happen and i fucking bumped into someone i knew <laughs> it happens every time they just honestly if you're gonna trust anyone's predictions just this man what he says is probably gonna happen it's weird so alonso two podiums yeah, at least. Any ideas of where they where he might get them? Uh, hmm. It'd be good to look at what tracks Alonso, Alonso likes. It, I think it would be like a classic track, like one that's been around for a while that he's raced a lot, mm. and let, like not one of the newer ones, one that he feels at home in. Yeah, Joe did amazing today because that would be the first time he's raced raced at Australia. Well, he might have been F two. To be fair, maybe that's completely wrong. But I know they didn't race Different in Australia fish, since twenty nineteen. Yeah. So some of the rookies might have never raced there before. Could be wrong. They might have been F two. But yeah, it is a completely different kettle of fish, mm. F2 and F1. We didn't see any of the F2 because I was not getting up at 3 a.m. I think the, do you know what? It's like the mind games. Like um, you and me have been talking a lot about the SAS recently and like SAS training and the new series of SAS Who Dares Wins on Channel 4 tonight, if anyone's wondering. Not sponsored, well, wish it was. Yeah, not sponsored. Actually, it would have been last night because today's Monday. Sunday night, nine o'clock. Get it. Um, Sounds really sponsored now. <laughs> <laughs> Channel 4 just paid us half a million points to say that. Honestly, if they did, we'd be getting a yacht for the Monaco Grand Prix. Five or each. Um, but no, they talk. They always talk a lot about mindset and how like in a stressful situation, you have to like remain calm and focused. And that's what all these drivers will have to do. Like, and ste- especially for someone like a rookie, like Joe, stepping up into F1, it's like, this is the world stage for motorsports now. Mm. Like, even though you were in an F2 car and they're f- still fucking quick and, it, and there's a lot of similarities and you do all the same tracks roughly, I think stepping into F1, it's like a big, big step up you can't yeah. even compare them the whole world is is watching you it's just the cameras a lot of it would be just turning up waking up in the morning get, leaving your room and the second you leave your room you've probably got five cameras in your face because netflix are following every driver everywhere they go That's sky it. film and everything you, the mm. cameras being there adds so much pressure and you feel like you have to hide emotion more when there's cameras on so it, it's a it's a difficult one to um it's a difficult one to juggle uh we had a great weekend from Latifi. He finished the race. Latifi wow, finished the race. Wow, fucking hell, Latifi. <laughs> Let's go. After qualifying yesterday, well, he managed to crash with Stroll in... That was an interesting one, wasn't it? It was interesting because initially you would think it was Latifi's fault, but then I was thinking maybe it was actually a yeah, bit of Yeah, that was fault. a difficult one of how you judge it because Latifi let him go and then Stroll also was kind of letting him go yeah. and then he didn't check his... So that, that wasn't really anyone's fault, but... I'm not sure about the team. I did think Williams would struggle this season. To be fair, Alex had an amazing drive today. Alex not taking be anything away from grace, him. Mate. But he probably will be the one to bring in the points for sure. Mm. Um, and if he does, like, good on him. Everyone on Twitter seems to think Latifi is this year's Mazepin. <laughs> so we could see quite a few more DNFs and crashes. Maybe there's just like a curse, yeah, on Formula One. It's you. That, You're that, the one setting the curse on people. <laughs> that one driver is just going to be fucking terrible. And because Mazepin's gone, his curse has moved on to Latifi instead. I think there has to be someone on the grid 
terrible. It makes it interesting. There has to be someone to cause the safety car, to cause the flags. I you think every, I mean? race, every, every other race, they should allow one member of the public to just join at the back of the grid and see how well <laughs> they do. <laughs> Imagine that. Fab's pitching new rules to the FIA. Yeah, I'd love it. <laughs> what did someone tag us in earlier about the goal? I don't know, but I've got a bone to pick with our fans because you put a thing up from Goodwood saying who would win in a race in this F1 car and you've got like so many more of fucking bones than me. Cause I, you're Because you're the one who's always like, I'd beat you in a race. I'm so quick. Put me in an F1 car and I'd win. Put me in an F1 car and be faster than the driver. Yeah. I just sit here quietly confident. You're the one who just said that all my predictions are true. <laughs> if you're going to, yeah, the predictions are true. If you're going to, let's put it this way. If you're going to pick a driver to win a race, even though I cannot drive an auto- a manual car, you're going to pick the one who's drove for the longest, probably. So that might be another reason people are voting for me. Yeah, that's funny, though, because like you've probably been driving longer than Joe and Yuki Tsunoda. Probably, yeah. But they're definitely better drivers than me. We're going to settle it anyway. Well, I reckon I'm better than them. We're gonna. <laughs> this is why people vote for me. <laughs> We're going to settle it. We're going to settle either with a go-kart race or a, some kind of race. We will settle it. Don't worry about it. We're going to have our own little um, competition. We've got loads of things coming. What we, we need to do, yeah is we need to buy a plot of land and then we just we build every single racetrack on it like from the f1 calendar but like miniature size and we do it in go-karts so we have like a miniature bahrain a miniature oh monaco that would be fucking God. unbelievable wouldn't it? if there's any brands listening or anyone with a spare field yeah, any farmer out there yeah who <laughs> wants to be involved in an incredible series that would be amazing imagine we like spent like months just cutting out these tracks and get all your mates to come and you could do the best bit was if, if it was short you could do like the amount of laps it is you, you could do like 16 57 yeah. laps or something and like t- two two pits you have minimum. to pit yeah, yeah you have to pit and we can get our mates to put the tires on. Oh my. <laughs> that'd be so funny <laughs> let's do it if the people want to see it we'll do it do you know what it's dangerous because you we both have such fucking ex- like weird creative like explosive minds that we come up with ideas and we're like fuck we need to do it now but we just yeah. don't have the resources for it yeah we come up with so many we wanted to start filming the f1 game and then we ordered these dazzle capture cards they're not actually dazzles they're elgatos but i call them dazzles because back in the day I used to make Call of Duty vids. Call of Duty. Yeah. Call of Duty vids with my Dazzle. This probably won't mean anything to anyone. HP Hoppage. To screen record the screen, you needed a scart plug and like five wires. And you'd, yeah, that's how you did it with a Dazzle. But yeah, we got these Elgatos. They didn't even work. So we're waiting for new ones. And then we're going to get our full race on on the game. Yeah, there's going to be a serious fucking serious showdown. battle going on. That'll be on our YouTube. And we wanted to get it done ASAP, but then we had the issue. But we're also aware that the, the new game is going to be coming out. Mm. So maybe, I don't know, depends, but maybe we just wait till, wait the, actual, until the new game. Yeah, and then we well, can play we all can the current set it up and, and all the really good. same cars as well, you know. Yeah. But yeah, there we go. That is the end of Australia. Now we're looking forward towards Imola. We got a weekend off, which I'm pretty sad about. Me and Fab, we're actually speaking about, and I'm going to just quickly say it because it'd be interesting to get people's reactions. Send us a message on Pitstop what you feel about this. But we were thinking... Like, when there's big gaps in race weekends, because you know, like, the other F1 podcasts you may listen to, they might not upload when there's nothing on. We want to keep uploading, but how would you guys feel if, like, in that Thursday ep, or when there's nothing on in the Sunday ep, like, maybe a weekend off, if the episode was on something different, like, it would still be us talking about, it would, you know, come back to Formula One, and we'd talk about sports or whatever, Mm. but maybe we just have a different focus, I don't know. We could talk about anything because we have some of the most in-depth conversations sometimes and we're like, we wish we were just podcasting about this. Yeah, we did I mean? it. We did it once. We were like sat on the sofa having like a, I think all the mics were set up from a podcast like we did before and then 
we ended up getting on this long ass chat and then we were just like let's just like we talk about everything like where we think technology will be in 10 years and like we, we both get so into it or like talk about space or conspiracies i don't know it's just crazy shit like yeah if, if you if there's nothing happening on thursday would you rather we did stuff like that um and it was like interesting and I guess as long as it's not too personal. So like, yeah, definitely. Not, not in that way, but as in like, I don't think people would want to hear us just talk about us the whole time. But if we had like certain topics. That yeah, we if we topic into, them. Yeah. Like if one was, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. But let us know. Because if you want it to stay completely Formula One, that's not a problem. Because we love doing the quizzes and the games and recapping and talking about things like that. I'm just saying for when there's no race on. And, and I say that because we know this, we got less listens when there's no race on, which makes sense. Like, there's no, you don't need to listen to it. Maybe you're not interested when there's not a race on. Yeah. But we want to try and make it as interesting for you. So send us a message on at Pitstop on Instagram. Let us know if you think that'd be a good idea. Or, um, or like Pigeon, write a, write a note, strap it to a Pigeon. And, um... What happened to you the other day, by the way? Oh, oh no. Murderer. I'm a murderer. Yeah, this he's been a... Fab has done a naughty again. It wasn't even my fault, though. <laughs> you killed a bird. A pigeon. We it were... wasn't a pigeon, mate. It was a pheasant. It was like brown. It wasn't a pheasant. It, was, it wasn't a pigeon. I saw it out my window. Joking. It was like brown with like red feathers on it. It was a big bird. Well, I'm not fucking surprised because the noise it made when it <laughs> hit my window. <laughs> we were just rolling through the car park. We were like, cruising. We even going like quick. five miles per hour max. <laughs> just sat, sat there, sat back. And you know, like in the horror movies, like when you know someone's going to get T-boned by a lorry. And there's like a side profile shot of them driving and you see the lorry coming in the side window. <laughs> That's what it was like for me. I just see this fucking bird in the corner of my eye and then BAM! I was like, oh my God. It fucking rolled across my roof. And then I don't know what happened to I it. had no idea what was going on. I was sat in the seat next to him and I just hear a bang. And I'm looking around and I couldn't see a bird. I thought like you'd hit your wing mirror on another car or someone had like banged, crashed into the car. I could, it was so loud. I couldn't I just... see it. But then I looked out the left window and I just saw this bird like rolling into the bush. And I think birds do the same as a lot of animals. They like when they know they're going to die, they hide. Yeah. So. Well, maybe he was just dazzled and a bit dazed. But dazzled, mate. It just bejeweled. gone full pelt into your window. Imagine that we were saying, imagine the window was open. <laughs> oh my God, if the window had been open, mate. <laughs> it would have landed straight on my lap. I would have been out of that car quicker than Usain Bolt. <laughs> you would not believe it. flapping around would have scared the shit out of no me. No way, mate. No that would have been so funny. I don't like moths, so let alone having a fucking bird like in a spine, in a oh, confined space. Fab is petrified of moths. Mm. <laughs> that's, that's, that's for another podcast. Let's wrap this up. Let's right? wrap this run up i could make a whole podcast about moths <laughs> <laughs> yeah let us know on instagram at pitstop if you want us to do different things on the episodes when there's not race week we're happy to do either we love doing both uh our tiktok is at pitstop as well we upload loads of cut downs on there so follow that if you haven't already and uh yeah give the podcast a five star review hit the follow button if you haven't and we'll be back on thursday for a brand new podcast episode Poddy. Nice. Nice. See you guys on Thursday. <laughs> Later. <laughs> that poor, poor Don't bird. <laughs>